0: Hello and welcome to Football Scotland Daily, the podcast that brings you all the big news, analysis and debate Monday to Friday, just in time for your daily commute. I'm Gilles Boyle and today I'm joined by the man who's clearly obvious humour is far too subtle at times, Adam Miller, and the man who's so much of a goal threat from two yards out that West Brom have offered his 15 million quid for him, it's Gaby Mackay. On the pod today we're going to have a look at the latest goings on at St Mirren with the possibility of Oren Kearney about to leave, the ins and outs of Steven Gerrard and Derby and the shenanigans over at Celtic in regard to Neil Lennon being a mean bean to Ollie Burke. Okay, first up, uh, yesterday saw the uh, semi-announcement that Ornkean is expected to be departing St Mirren after less than a year on the job. We're still waiting an official confirmation on that, but it's looking very likely. Um, that'll make him the ninth manager to go through the body's dugout dug out in as many years. Um we discussed the possibility just before it came a reality, um, yesterday's show, so there's no point getting back over old ground again. Um, the question more is, where do they go for here? So, what I've got is a wee list here of potential managers. Going to one run, run past the period. Okay, and I want you to give us your thoughts on whether it's a go or what you think and that sort is, of thing. Is this
1: word association or it's, like therapy it's, or th- or?
0: More, it's more therapy. It's more mm. more, more more depth than word association rather than just no. Um so that'd be good. So we can see what we can. Um so what to do, pretend for a minute this is a own boardroom, you're responsible, take your heat out of your hands, put the whiskey down, and just think hard how you're going to save this situation that you've got yourself in yet again. All right. right? Think very hard, okay? Jim Goodwin.
1: Word what association or potential replacement. Potential replacement, Jim, Jim, <laughs> Okay, fear, terror, um, you body armor. Want,
2: you would not want to tell Jim Goodwin he's not getting a job, would you?
1: Yeah, you don't don't float the idea
0: around him.
2: So uh, no. probably he, he might he might be in the frame though. Yeah,
0: Jackie made a good move, Jamie.
2: It uh, could be. He's done well at Alloa, but then we've seen guys like Paul Hartley and other managers like that do well at Alloa before. I think it's just it's a well-run club that obviously managers slot in well there. But as I said, you wouldn't want to be the guy to call Jim Goodwin in an interview and then call him later going, ah, sorry, Jim, we've decided to go in another direction because you just know he would find you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely so. Um, speaking of what might find you, John Hughes?
2: Yes, just, yes.
1: I'd like to see John Hughes in a prominent role and uh, everything that that would bring with it, so yes.
0: For for what reasons, Exp- expanding that?
1: Uh, John Hughes is never less than box office when he's in front of a camera, so I I think uh, the more of a profile John Hughes has, the better for all of us.
2: I think he's a good, honest laddie, which is definitely the most important thing. Uh, as Adam says, he's always box office. I like his slightly bizarre turn of phrases. I remember think when he was Inverness manager. going. To, uh, I was going to a, an away game and listening to the radio and he said he was talking about how they need to put the cart amongst the pigeons, which <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not sure he's quite understood that phrase, but uh, it was very good.
0: That's not bad. And uh, obviously there's Summers, Summers' current technical director, Danny Lennon.
2: He obviously did well there before. He's obviously familiar with the the processes at the club. I think he had St Mirren playing, so some good football when he was there, and he won the league cup with them, I believe. So that that one would make would make a lot of sense. Was he another one that was was he at Alloa as well? Uh, I could be wrong about that. I think he was certainly at Queens Park, but yeah, that one would possibly make sense, although maybe it'd be a little bit uninspiring for fans if you're just bringing back someone who's done it before. You know, you you kind of want a name that would. Capture the imagination a little bit more than Danny Lennon, but I guess it would make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, it's almost an unheard of idea bringing an old Lennon manager back to (laughs) capture (laughs) imagination, really. (laughs) (laughs) Keep an eye out in the St. Marin showers, passion,
1: passion, commitment, belief.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, um, Kenny Shields, Adam.
1: That that's an experienced name. Um, I think he'd be capable of doing a job. Um, Gabe, as a, a killing man, which your
2: thoughts on Kenny Shields? Again, he would be absolute box office. Uh, I interviewed him not long ago. Uh, the my editor asked me to get a quick 10 minutes with him. I'm like, it's Kenny Shields. It will not be 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, it was about half an hour. I've got two articles out of it, though. Although I think I'm correct in saying, has he not taken a job? Is he not managing the Northern Ireland women's team? Yes, indeed. Yeah, so... Yeah. Just would a he, name, just a game. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, would he <laughs> leave that job to do this? But yeah, I'd like to see that back because you know he is, he is box office, is Kenny, and uh, he's a nice guy.
0: Yeah, Adam, would you be happy to see him there?
2: I
1: think so. I think, yeah. uh, I think he could do a job.
0: Yeah, you can't see him. Old
2: fun fact. <laughs> well, yeah, he could do a job for me. yeah.
0: Definitely. Absolutely, keep you a job. Um, and what about Alan Stubbs?
2: Alan Stubbs is like. Alan Stubbs is like strict liability see if you just told football fans right see if you don't behave Alan Stubbs will become your manager (laughs) right we'd eliminate all problems in Scottish football right away Alan Stubbs shouldn't be in charge of I don't know guarding the bee like in the Simpsons Alan Stubbs is useless no to Alan Stubbs
0: is he like kind of like the bad fire basically? Or just that threat you give to kids? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: That is that is what Alan Stubbs is. Uh, no to Alan Stubbs in any capacity, doing anything ever. Go away, Alan Stubbs.
0: <laughs> Adam, would you say yes to Alan Stubbs in any capacity ever? It doesn't have to be football.
2: I would just like to
1: reiterate what Gaby said, but maybe multiply that by three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's a no to Alan Stubbs then?
2: It is. Uh, I did. Uh, bump into Alan Stubbs in the press box at the Scottish Cup final once but thankfully unlike Peter Lowell, he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> so do we think Peter Lowell does listen to this Peter show? Peter Lowell's a confirmed fan of the show. What, oh you might must have missed this we're in holiday. We were telling we were saying Celtic should just bid for uh, Turnbull and then they did it and then he was going to go to Norwich, and we were like, oh, "Well, you know, maybe there's still a chance to Celtic." And then he was there, so we'd like to say to Peter Lawwell, just sort his medical out, yeah, because he does listen. We he know that he, he is, does. He's, he a does. A, he's a confirmed fan of the show. He,
0: does. he He listens to it while he's driving his big gold-plated tank, down to he? Celtic <laughs> Park in <every> the morning. <laughs> 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 uh, also, I mean, like, keeping keep back for sort of St. Mirren. We're um, more with over Kearney. Um, there's a you know a lot of talk that he's going to be um, when he does go off. We managing called um, who St Mirren have got a friendly up against since Saturday. <laughs> um, how friendly like that would be if that was the case?
1: Well, I don't know if that friendly is still happening, that's the question. <laughs> um, I like the fact that Coleraine tweeted saying the game is still on and half an hour later St Mirren said unfortunately we regret to inform you that the game is no longer on um, which probably tells you how relations are between those two sides at the moment and so in answer to your question it would not be a friendly in every <laughs> sense of the word I'd like to see that kind frosty? of I'd frosty I'd like
2: to see that kind of thing continuing where you'll just get a statement going I'd like you to announce that Oren Kearney is our new manager <laughs> <laughs> and sit there and go "No, nah, he's no
0: <laughs> <laughs> he'll do a great job for us no he will not nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Okay, though, speaking of awkward friendlies, um, Rangers have got one lined up against Derby County at the end of the month, Um, and obviously there's been a lot of chat about them trying to sort of tempt Stephen Gerrard away to replace um, Frank Lampard, who doesn't need to replace in as yet, and there's a lot of stock in that, Um, now there's a report, if, assuming Lampard does indeed go, um, that leaves a void at Derby. Um, as reported, 2.5 million salary and a potential eight million Premier League promotion straight in Gerard's kipper, Basically, if he, if, he, if he goes and pulls this off, which is obviously crazy money, but it's a land of crazy money, so it's, it's not that far fetched. Um, we've done a piece earlier on the site or the, the earlier on, we seen it's why not a good move at this time in his career. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think it a smart move for him? I,
1: it was interesting Gerard's comments earlier on. Now I don't for a second believe that Gerard is going to take the Derby job, but his comments were. He didn't say, I'm not taking the Derby job. He just said, money isn't a factor for me and I'm happy at Rangers. You would think it'd be easier for him to just put the whole thing completely to bed and say, I've got no interest in Derby. As I said, I don't think he'll take that job. And I also don't think he should take the job either. I think uh, when he's at this stage in his career as a manager, he's clearly still trying to prove himself. And I think while he wasn't able to win any silverware last season, I don't think anyone would say that Rangers were in a worse position now than they were before he came in. I think there's clearly improvement on and off the park with Rangers. Um, whether that is going to be enough to build on and win a title this season, uh, you know, I'm sceptical. But they're going in the right direction. And I think if he was to leave at this stage, as Gerard kind of alluded to in his comments, it's not a good look. He was talking about how, as a player, loyalty was a big thing for him and uh, he, he didn't ever want to be the sort of player who just jumped from club to club, and he doesn't want to be that kind of manager as well. Um, while I'm sure he would have plenty of money in his pocket and also to spend at Derby on players, I don't think it's the right move at the right time for him. Obviously, it's no secret that at some point he wants to become the Liverpool manager, but I think the trajectory for Gerrard will be three years at Rangers, by which point he'll be... Desperate to have left with some kind of silverware, um, then maybe a club of Derby's size or slightly bigger prove himself down south at that level and then eventually, in his eyes at least, that's when he would get a Liverpool job.
0: So it's a comprehensive answer, Adam. Um covers all my bullet points. Um so let's go back over them slightly, Gaby. Yep. Um just your thoughts on it. Um, so just on that thing. I'm,
1: I'm gonna check your notes in the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a very good answer. <laughs> Usually it's at like pulling teeth with some folk. So so yes, yeah, so obviously I mean, I mean number one thing Adam covered it there. Jerry seems to have already done most of the hard work at Rangers that rebuild and and building for what he had from that sort of standing start. Um does it make much sense for him to now does bolt after he's kinda got to almost got to a point where He kind of, you know, he wants to be.
2: No, it probably doesn't. But I did think it was interesting, that interview he gave yesterday, the one with Sky Sports, which has largely been taken as, you know, Gerard shrugs off Derby interest. But he very notably didn't say when the interviewer asked him, oh, so do you affirm your commitment to Rangers? And he said something along the lines of, do I have to do that here and for for you? Which, you know, he, he certainly didn't brush it off. Now, you can understand... Why, if you're a manager, you probably don't want to immediately shut down any of those options. But, um, you know, I'm, if I was a Rangers fan, I'd, that answer would maybe ring some alarm bells for me. I, I do think it doesn't make a huge amount of sense for him to leave now, especially having signed, what are they signed, seven or eight players this summer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, presumably, working along with Mark Allen, the director of football, those are the signings he wanted, the signings he thinks that they can make a challenge, at the very least for a trophy or two this season, if not uh, stopping Celtic winning nine in a row... You'd imagine that being at Rangers is a better preparation for managing Liverpool than being at Derby would be, because of the the expectation that the fans have, the the pressure that's on you, the crowds, the the media focus. But as I say, I think the comments he made, they left a they left a sort of little bit of a grey area there. Which again, if I if I was a Rangers fan, I'd certainly be uh, keeping a close eye on that one with Derby because. They confirmed this afternoon that they've given Lampard permission to speak to Chelsea. I think we can all safely assume he ain't going to reject that job. So they're going to be looking for a, a new manager, well, within hours or days at the very most. And uh, yeah, I don't think Gerard was as strident in his denial as he perhaps could have been.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the most was emphatic of, of sort of, of denials of, of saying, no, I'm a commitment to Rangers, that's why I'm here. It was, if you are just going, doing that thing of, he's probably been asked about it relentlessly. Um, for the last few weeks, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't the, wasn't thing, the strongest I've ever
1: heard. The thing with Gerard is he just uh, I think it was last week, Grangers tweeted about how Gerard had just received his UEFA Pro licence
2: at a certain level. Level, level 5, I believe. Yeah, Le- and you need, that, you need that to coach in the Championship, don't you? To be yeah. a manager in the Championship which is interesting. Well, yeah. Uh, and in
1: that uh, statement about it it talked about the various things that you study on that course and one of them was media relations and it did strike me, as Kinegabe said, slightly strange the way he answered that question. You would think that you know, and while it's while it's great to see a manager showing a little bit of personality, given some of the the recent interviews I've had to transcribe from official TV channels that I'll nev- time I'll never get back in my life. But it's nice to see a little bit of personality. At the same time, you think it's not an entirely unreasonable question if you're sat with Steven Gerrard and you don't necessarily have much access to the guy. Um, I think it's entirely appropriate to ask that question. And for him to act like, you know, I think that's inappropriate. I don't think it is. I think it's if you only get one chance in a few months to interview Stephen Gerrard one-on-one, definitely ask that question.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, of course you can. I mean, and obviously, as well, I mean, you, you, you touched on it there. Gerrard's you know, very much about, you know, and as, as most managers are, most people, as brand Gerrard, I mean, he wants to build his own career, he wants to get to the peak, the pinnacle that he's got in his career in football, he wants to do it in management, it's very clear he wants to manage Liverpool. At one point, he's made no secret of that. Can staying at Rangers build that brand better than the Derby thing? Is it better to stay here? And you know, obviously, if he can stop nine in a row, he'll be a hero. The Rangers fans and things like that be a huge achievement. Even if he doesn't, can he continue to build to do something in Europe? Is that better than going down to Derby and getting him into Premiership?
2: Well, certainly in terms of prestige, you think it would be. Uh, if yeah, if he could win the league up here, that would obviously be a huge. Achievement. I suppose the flip side of that is that the pressure and the scrutiny is much greater here. You look, Rangers have, I think, is it Hibs, Comarnock, okay, St. Mirren, and then Celtic the first four games of the season. Now, if they well win all of those or win three of those, get a point against Celtic, for example, that's a great start of the season. Momentum builds. If they drop a few points in those, the pressure builds very very quickly. I think while Derby are known for being quite quick on the old trigger button. The pressure wouldn't be as great there. So maybe there's a, an element of it where he thinks that if he was to go to Derby he and got them into the Premier League, that would get him probably more English attention than just doing a solidly, decently good job like he did at Rangers last season. And it doesn't come with the added pressure of if you start the season really badly, if you have a bad runner results, things can go south very quickly. You know, just ask Pedro Cacinha, just ask Graham Murray, just ask the Magic Hat... Everybody knows these things. I mean, look... at uh, Yeah, and the other side of the city, Tony Mowbray tell you the same thing. Yeah. You know, the, the pressure, Ronnie Dyla, even when he was winning trophies, you mm-hmm. know...
0: If, if Neil Lennon drops two points in the first game of the season, with we'll what his head. It's, yeah. like, that's what it's like up here. I mean, it's literally that level of pressure, which yeah, exactly. you don't get anywhere. Now,
2: Gerrard's obviously played at the very elite level. He's used to that kind of pressure, but maybe there is an argument or a thought in the back of his mind... That well, if I get sacked by Rangers, am I ever going to get to manage Liverpool, mm. whereas, if he could go to Derby, who were in the playoff final last year, so are in a good position to go up, if he could take them up, it wouldn't bolster his reputation, I don't think as much as winning the title with the Rangers would, but it might be i don't know a less a less risky option, I mean you less a gamble, like yeah
0: yeah yep I'd go with that yeah I agree too excellent okay well just to move on eh, over to the other side of the Clyde Um, West Brom have accused Neil Lennon of being mean eh, Ollie Burke Um, the championship side's technical director Luke Dowland um, put out a a fantastic statement just basically saying he won't be going anywhere near Celtic with the current manager we sent Ollie in good faith with Brendan Rodgers and Lee Conger and some good people that wanted to take Ollie and wanted to play him they wanted to make him a better player than he currently is Um, it goes on and on Basically, then saying you know Neil Lennon's the bad one there. Um, ended with they know what's going on and all. they certainly knows what's going on. and some of them are not happy at all. Um, Celtic have obviously came back with a statement as, as in their new reborn Celtic world of, of statements. <laughs> um, what, 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 what do you think about this? It's, it's absolutely bizarre.
1: I'm I'm really intrigued as to what exactly the the issue West Brom have with Celtic's treatment of Burke or Lennon specifically his treatment of Burke. Um, because the only they, I can't remember the the exact wording, but it's some something along the lines of you know they know what they did kind of thing. Um, I, 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 the sort of best case scenario from a Celtic perspective here is that they've just chucked their toys out the pram because they had an agreement with Brendan Rodgers that we're going to send Burke up there and he's going to get loads of experience and he's going to come back having played 25 games. In the end, I think he played 14 games for Celtic. And anyone who watched him in that time would charitably describe his perf- his form as patchy. The thing with...
0: The, <laughs> <is> <laughs> cha- so kind. Ch- charitably. Right? Very charitably. The,
1: thing, the thing with Burke, right? This is a guy who cost, what, 15 million when yep. he left Forest. So he clearly... There's clearly talent there with Burke. But it's not... Gaby's <laughs> shaking his head, yeah.
0: by
1: the way. I, I think there's talent, there's potential there, right? But it's clearly not... He's not the fool... Deal. he's not the you know the full product at this stage and in terms of what Celtic needed when you know, the sort of functional and yet underwhelming performances uh, that were kind of commonplace under Lenin um, it wasn't about flair players, it was just about getting the job done, which they did and not necessarily in the most exciting way. I don't think Burke is a natural part of grinding out results like that. Um, so you know, charitably for Celtic, what, what West Brom might be referring to is just Lennon didn't fancy him um, and didn't give him as many games as he would have got under Brendan Rodgers. Um, the more exciting way to look at it would be that Lennon has chucked his toys out the pram and, st- uh, you know, just shunned Burke in training or there's been some kind of fallout between the two and that would be the more salacious story. Um, it's probably somewhere between the two we've got no grounds whatsoever to accuse Lennon of having done anything wrong here other than leaving out the team but Purely from a kind of gossipy perspective, I'd like to think. That more
0: to it than that. <laughs> I think anyone and, and, and watching it can probably understand why he was left at the, the team. Is it because uh,
2: he's a yeah. footballing Forrest Gump.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, I know we're running out of the team here. Gaby, um, you've usually got thoughts on the overbook situation. Um, where, where do you think it lies here? Do you think basically, I mean, West Brom obviously has wanted, they've spent a fortune in this player, is what I think. They've spent an absolute fortune. and They were hoping that he would be kind of fixed. Send him up here, get him some experience, show him where the goal is, show him how to actually control the ball when it comes in. And then decide what he's going to do with it, and none of those things have happened, and he's back down there. Um, and now they're saying it's it's Lennon's fault. Do you think that's more accurate?
2: Yeah, I think they I think they were probably hoping Celtic would buy him outright, and now yeah. they know that's not going to happen. And now they're just at the training ground, and like Buck's running around, bumping into walls, and like they're <laughs> trying to shoe him out the door with a bit of paper, but he's just not getting it. And you know, they, so they were hoping that Celtic would take him off of their hands, but now they've just got this guy bumbling around the training pitch really fast, but not going anywhere. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a health and safety risk.
0: It's £15 million a health and safety risk.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think, yeah, I think basically they were hoping Celtic would buy him out, right? Now he's back. They've just got a new manager. And they, like, I mean, you know how, like, if you, like, someone comes around to your house and, like, it's a bit messy. Like, they've got a new manager and they've got him in, and then, like, Ollie Buck's on the training ground. Like, oh, God, we don't have to see this. know oh, yeah. it's just
0: flatmate. mate. Like, sorry about him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 it kind of shows the financial acumen, I think, of West Brom as well. They paid £15 million for Burton in the first place, and they thought that Celtic would have £15 million to spend on him. And yeah. you know, and now they're a bit like annoyed that he's not been spent on that. It's like Yeah, it's not gonna happen. No. So no, no, no. Definitely not. Yep, okay, and that chat charitable note. know um, I'm sure we'll be back to talk about the, the further adventures of, of Forrest Burke again, um another time on the podcast. That's all for us here today at Football Scotland. We'll be back tomorrow before four PM just in time to make your daily work make that a little bit more bearable. You can get us from way more for us at the Football Scotland website, on our social media channels on Facebook or on Twitter at football underscore scott. To ask a question or make a comment to us individually, or just give us dogs a boost after only reading the headline, you can get me on at Captain underscore Howdy, Adam on
1: at Old firm Facts One,
0: and Gaby on
1: at Gaby Mackay.
0: Cheers for listening, see you tomorrow.